0: Coming up, lawn care, kitchen gadgets, and suits. All that and more on this episode of For or Against.
1: Just old friends on the podcast
2: who build a defense On ridiculous topics are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults also drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to
1: For or Against? So turn the volume up, this is For or Against?
0: Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden, and joining me today are Mike Wynan and Pat Lothian. Hello, friends. Hello, Hello Mike. Michaels. This feels
2: like an <laughs> ep- like an old school episode where you know we're talking about just like the first episode we talked about bread and we've talked about <laughs> pants and now we're talking about suits. Like this
0: is we're getting to our roots. I like it. Yeah, and we don't have Robbie, so it's going to be an excellent episode. Let's start. <laughs> let's start off as we usually do with our weekly update. Patrick, what's going on with you? Any news? Any anything to share? Did you guys
1: hear that I had a baby? I did. What? <laughs> yes. Okay, you did. <laughs> yes, I, I had a baby, and that's why I have been gone. Congratulations, paternity leave from for or against. We should, no, we should
0: probably uh, be fair. You weren't the one who had the baby. I believe your wife mm-hmm. had the baby.
1: I guess that's fair. <laughs> oh, got to take that fair. away from me. <laughs> <It's> correct. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: congratulations, and thank how, you. How is everything?
1: Good. What's, I had what's
0: your baby's name, and, and what uh, is <laughs> is it a boy or a girl? Tell it tell all of our fans. I My... mean, it's mostly our parents; they know, but <laughs> tell them anyway. <laughs>
1: My uh, baby's name is Cecilia June. She's going to go by CC. She is a girl. And um, <laughs> I had an anecdote and I'm very tired and I forgot it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> tired probably, part is totally apropos. Yeah,
0: probably <laughs> had to do with the anecdote that you were going to share. Uh, Mike, can you top uh, new life? No, <laughs> no, I can't. Uh,
2: I am. However, i uh, tomorrow uh, planning to, to take a, a a trip on an aeroplane for the first time uh in over a year i'm gonna see my parents uh in their house of florida also for the first time in well over a year uh they are vaccinated i am vaccinated my wife flavia who's tagging along coming with is also vaccinated where i recognize how fortunate we are that we uh, uh have been able to all be vaccinated but it does mean that uh Little bit of a reunion is possible. So excited for that. Some normalcy is coming and getting to see my family. My dad retired. Lots of things happened in our lives since I've seen any of them. I've had 3 or 4 or 5 or 6 jobs since I saw them last.
0: <laughs> so uh lots to catch lot, up on. So catch very up excited on. about it.
1: Excellent. Congratulations Mr. Weinand.
0: Yes, congratulations. Welcome to retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, am i allowed to welcome somebody to a place so. that i have not i don't think so i apologize <laughs> all right well um What's going my you, Mike? Uh, my update um is child related uh, my son jack um he started to talk a lot more and he has decided, I think it was either today or yesterday, that raccoons are funny. He <laughs> likes to tell us that raccoons are funny, and then he laughs, laughs. sometimes he claps.
1: Oh, and... a dummy.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a, like
2: a guy after
0: my own heart. They are funny. They got little masks. On yeah, jerks. and everything. So that's my update. Raccoons awesome. are funny. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move it along. Now it's now uh, time to play four against. Uh, you know how this goes. We will bring up a topic and then we will discuss that topic and argue about that topic and then decide if we are for or against that topic. And I'm going first this time. Uh, gentlemen, I'd like to know, you know, now that we are uh, past the midpoint of our 30s. I um, going say lives. <laughs> no, That <our 30s. laughs> so may be true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it Defense. It's possible.
0: Um And we're homeowners and and some of us are are parents and and we're spouses. Um, Are you starting to get into um, old man activities? Uh, Specifically, I'm interested in knowing, do you take pride in your lawn? Are you for or against being proud of your lawn and getting into the mowing of the lawn the the annual fertilizing maybe multiple times a year aerating all of the things that one could do to make sure that a lawn is pristine is that something that you're for and or could you see yourself becoming for that in the future pat i'd like to start with you because i feel like you maybe have a climate that's uh, better suited for, for lawn care, but maybe uh, I don't know much about Austin when we get to Mike. Pat, <laughs> or
1: against lawn care. I hate my lawn. <laughs> I don't like taking care of it. I feel like I have to, so I do, but I loathe it. The aerator, we have somebody who came to do that. The first year they cut our cable and the second year they cut <laughs> one of the water uh, like sprinkler lines. Um, when we moved in the back, was like 10 feet of dirt just in a circle so over three years we've slowly been filling that in and it's just annoying and then the dogs poop on it so i got to clean up that so i'll I'll put that into lawn care i don't enjoy doing that um (laughs) no i just i don't like it i don't like planting flowers i don't like millennials destroyed
2: the fertilization industry
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm I'm against. Firmly I'm sure against. I'm, I'm sure I'm f- I'm for like other old man activities, but this is not one of them. I do not like this activity. I don't know if you're <laughs> that, supposed to there's... like it, right? Well, some people really like it.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Mike. Before we get to you, um, I you know came upon uh, came upon this topic about a year or two ago. Um, Because my lawn wasn't doing so well, and so I I started doing some research, and I found a guy on YouTube named The Lawn Care Nut, and he just has hours and hours of content about taking care of your lawn and like <laughs> i got really excited about it because like he was so enthusiastic about you know making sure that your lawn looks great he's really enthusiastic about um a an organic fertilizer that comes from milwaukee called milorganite and oh yeah like, milorganite <laughs> milorganite <laughs> milorganite and uh, there's some controversy around that because um it's perhaps uh, it, kills it, a, <laughs> it kills raccoons who are hilarious <laughs> it's, it's it's perhaps a uh, a byproduct of their um, wastewater um, like treatment facility um, i don't know it's don't a wanna, human poop do...
2: fertilizer it everybody might be poops. i don't know I'm fine everybody with does it. <laughs>
0: so okay so anyway i got i sort of got into the content but then i never really got into the lawn care part of it myself <laughs> And in uh, last summer, we hired somebody to mow our lawn for us. And for forever, you know, I was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do that." That's re- it. Just takes you know an hour or two to mow my lawn. But I don't think I can ever go back because uh, what I have found with a young child and Pat, you're probably mm-hmm. going to realize this in the next couple of weeks, is that there's just no time for anything. In two hours. <laughs> that I can, you know, have back to, to either, you know, do something for myself or something with my family is, is worth the like 25 or $30 that I spend on uh, lawn care. So I think I am for the idea of lawn care, but uh, you know, I have to prioritize and it's not for me at this moment in my life, but, but I think I understand the appeal. Watch uh, the lawn care nut on YouTube, Pat. I think you might have a change of heart.
1: I think I might enjoy that, but I won't want to do it. <laughs>
0: just watch the content, right. yeah,
1: Mike. All right, our, our resident Texan.
0: Yeah, do they yeah, have, have lawns in Texas?
2: Yeah, well, we have lawns. We <laughs> don't actually use grass. You can use St. Augustine grass, which is, I think, technically a vine, um, because it uh, is hotter than uh, than Venus uh, for about three months out of the year, and there's just nothing you can do about it. It's all gonna. I don't die. know
1: how hot Venus is. It could be cold. <laughs> Yeah. it's hot <laughs> it's conditions close to the sun
2: right. so so it gets hot uh and it gets <laughs> hot here too but I feel, I feel i i'm glad that you take the position that you did because i thought this was going to be a personal attack to me um I've been, <laughs> because my lawn it, it could use some work um so one of the things that i've been talking to my friends in colder climates about this last winter was really tough because you know, you had to stay inside and it was cold and there weren't any places to go. And being in Austin, Texas, where I could go outside and walk my dog and, it, you know, in, in January and it would be 70. And, and in February was was uh, a, a luxury perhaps I, I hadn't uh, particularly realized, particularly this year. Uh, but the other side of that coin is that the half the year it is just uh, the the burning like burning side of the sun and so um it, it's very difficult to maintain a lawn so if if you really wanted to it would be very very difficult um but uh this winter that whole cycle of of being nice and then and then being very hot uh, it it broke in <laughs> february where um it got cold for, for once for about a week and so no joke like every lawn that i in the neighborhood in town in the state has dead plants all over the place it looks uh, post-apocalyptic like (laughs) like because if you had a palm you don't anymore in my case i have a young tree that died and then some some vines that are on a trellis that we've been taking care of those are dead um and so there's i've there's i think we all get a little bit of leeway of having all this dead stuff but eventually i'm gonna have to pull it out but Mike, I'm with you. I I bought this house um, because I'd never been a homeowner before. And it kind of teaches me things about like the things that you need to do, like bug care and lawn care and, um, uh, you know, how to maintain a roof properly. I'm learning these things uh, through this house. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm learning these things uh, through this house. Uh, but uh, I've also learned that there's a value in having a guy come over your house and, and mow your lawn and do the trimming and and trim the bushes. And, and that's what I do. Um, I know that I'm in a fortunate spot to be able to afford that. Although, thankfully, they, they, they gave me a little bit of a discount because my lawn is as small as it is and it only takes them a minute. Um, <laughs> so uh, that is just helpful because, um, you know, I, I would charge myself, uh, you know, you know i could be using those two hours like you said for for things that are, provide more value to me than the, than the money that i spend for it so i'm against this i will probably forever have at least somebody do some of the help although um i uh, don't please do not judge me on my lawn at the moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair all right thanks gentlemen uh patrick we're gonna move on to you now what's your topic for us this evening
1: so my topic is kitchen gadgets so anything that is outside of, like, your pots and pans that you could use in your kitchen. So, like, an Instapot, a steamer, uh, I guess a blender. Well, a blender is pretty standard. I Maybe, mean, like, a panini maker, something like that. So You're talking
0: like about more specialty specialty Specialty, specialty items. Rice, yeah, rice cooker, yeah. yes. waffle iron. Um, uh, okay, got it. Yeah. And what you can you take it,
1: it any direction you want. Um, like this made for TV or whatever stuff. Like if you want to go there, um, I'm going to start with Mike.
0: Okay. Which one?
1: <laughs> the, the one uh, that is whining. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one is me. That one's um,
2: it's interesting in, in, in this pandemic where um, in, in an age where uh you know, you can get anything to your house in a day and it doesn't cost anything for shipping or uh, of uh, of, you know, corporate promotions. And, and my my office or my wife's office sending us like tchotchkes. I never thought that I would have so many little one use products mm-hmm. with like company names that are not, you know, G.E. or Panasonic. <laughs> They're like Zule. Elementi or simply <laughs> taste spelled correctly incorrectly it's amazing how many little tiny things that i have made in factories in china that i said i, I need a thing to do this thing and then the next day i have the thing and it cost me seven dollars <laughs> um eventually i may uh, drown in all of these things that i have but i really haven't made a purchase where i've really regretted it i know that we should be like Cuts like the whole Marie Kondo thing is like cut down, cut down. You you know, don't have a thing that only does one thing, you know. Does it bring, bring you joy? It does, does it bring you joy. But you know what? My milk frother that costs ten dollars that I press a button and it spins and it makes my coffee look nice. That brings me joy. Uh, my electric kettle that I have that you know heats up the water in two minutes so that I can have some tea in the afternoon. That brings me joy. I'm I'm okay with these things. Some people may see a uh, I don't have a toaster I have a toaster oven uh, some people may see that as a uh, as a luxury I see it as a as a necessity uh, to be a functioning human being uh, if you have a regular toaster where you put the toast in vertically then you are you're a, a caveman in my eyes <laughs> um, and and so I'm okay with this and because the price of these things has gone down so much I probably don't want to know uh uh, a little bit about their manufacture and and uh, and just about how, uh, so I'm not going to look into that. But uh, for now, until uh, my crisis of conscience, uh, I'm for kitchen gadgets. You bring me a new one. My mom brought me one that's like a thing to crush garlic in a new way, and and I never even thought there was a new <laughs> way to crush garlic, and there is. <laughs> um <and laughs> so i'm learning new things it's fun i need the little things in life please don't take these away from me
1: i won't i uh enjoyed your answer let's go to the other mic
0: all right. I, I think I had a, a visceral reaction to say, like, you don't need this. You need like one good knife and like, and two pots. <laughs> but then, I was right, like, <laughs> then I was listening to Mike and I was like, oh, I have every one of those things that you're describing. <laughs> so I would be quite the hypocrite if I, if my visceral reaction was my, uh, my actual reaction. I, I think it, it is easy and tempting to go overboard and get like some that just not only are like bad and like redundant tools that like you don't actually need, but then like also don't work. I had one when I was younger called the egg wave and it was like a hundred different ways to prepare eggs in the I microwave. That.
2: I still own an egg wave.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the, the problem with the egg wave is it just makes like, eggs that smell like body odor. Yeah. <laughs> And believe it or not, they don't taste good. Um, so, <laughs> you don't say. So you you need to pick through your kitchen gadgets with a discerning eye and perhaps a discerning um, nose, and make sure that it, that it is you know useful. Um, there, there's some things that you just can't do without the gadgets. I would like to meet the person that can make a waffle without a waffle iron. I I, I would be very impressed, but it can't be done. You you need to have. The thing, or else how <laughs> are you going to get the little syrup traps in there? It ain't going to happen. Um, you know, the, the panini maker, I, I'm a little bit hesitant to say, yeah, that's a good one, because I feel like you could just take a frying pan and just like, butter yeah. and toast up your bread, and, uh, yeah, you don't get, like, the panini it's the lines. or it's, get a ah. really good
2: toaster oven and... And set it to I get. I
0: mean, something. like, I get it. But for me, I think, I think I draw the line at panini maker. I'm saying that's a luxury <laughs> that I don't need. I can Those get 80% are more of expensive
2: than, than you spatula.
0: think. Yeah, <laughs> <'cause laughs> like, four yeah, dollars. <laughs> oh, they're, uh, they're like <laughs> hundred <and> something dollars. <laughs> uh, so I think overall, I'm for. And I'm actually there's there's one in particular that I I didn't. I was surprised. I'm surprised at how much I have used it. And that is a spiralizer to make um, to make zucchini like pasta, and- which is much
1: better. Go to smile.amazon.com. If you are okay. unaware as a listener, if you go to smile.amazon.com, every purchase you make a small Does it support unions
2: so that people actually get a living wage and don't have to pee while they buy my like in a bottle
1: while they make go get my thing because there might the, be a charity that supports the workers of amazon that you can I would choose. hope so i doubt very much <laughs> <laughs> i would hope so
0: all right well i'm, I'm for kitchen gadgets especially mm-hmm. a spiralizer i uh i um, you know, ha- have been grateful for every gizmo that I have had for the <laughs> most part that has helped me to eat and dine in fun and fancy ways. Patrick, what about you?
1: Um, well, the reason I thought about this is with the new baby ha- have come some new gadgets. So uh, McFadden, you actually got us a sterilizer, which I probably overuse um, because I feel like even though it says to sterilize your stuff once a day, probably seven times a day is more healthy. (laughs) So (laughs) I use it constantly. Um, and then we just got a, uh, thing that heats up water. Apparently with a powdered formula, it's not sterile and you need to use sterile water or your baby could die or something. So, uh, (laughs)
2: yeah. So you
1: have to boil the water and then mix the thing and then cool it. So we got, uh, kind of an enclosed system that boils the water and then cools it and holds it for when you need it. Um, so I'm enjoying those gadgets, but I think I have a love hate relationship with kitchen gadgets because a lot of them are like super helpful, but they also usually a kitchen gadget is difficult to clean. So it's like, it helps you in the moment, but then you're like, Oh, I need to clean this crock pot now and it needs to soak for 12 days before I could scrape the shit out of it. Um, And then we have uh, like a food processor, which the things that it does are very cool, but it's like the most complicated, like hodgepodge system of like connect these 12 things together. And then you have to clean all these things um but stabbing is, yourself by is, accident yeah, yeah. yeah is the
0: food is the food processor like a, a big
1: wide blender is that what we're talking about basically yeah but it has like a bunch of different attachments and blade yeah, we things. have one of those too yeah
0: and yeah. actually use that one a lot
1: yeah um but my favorite is we have a thing that makes eggs but it is a countertop thing so you put your eggs in and you pour water in it And then it could do soft boil, medium boil, hard boiled, or it comes with a tray where you could pour them in and it does poached. And then my mom has one that you could actually make omelets in them. So it comes with like a top part. So you pour all your stuff in it. It makes like the perfect omelets, but it makes the perfect egg. So um, Amanda likes sunny side up eggs, but I always mess it up because it's like, I don't want it to be like raw, but then I'll try to like flip it over to cook it a little and then it will pop. And so you do a soft boiled egg and it's basically a perfect sunny side up egg for the dipping. So that I am for Put all the, the way. Four
2: Against logo on it and get it up on our, <laughs> on our store.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Patrick. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. Four Against is brought to you by our very own merch store. That's right, we have merch. Visit fouragainstpod.com slash shop to check out our spirit and apparel and home goods. We've partnered with on-demand printing and filament company Printful.com. So that means that any idea we have for a product can be quickly uploaded to our store, processed by them, and purchased by you. Check out our merch store at For against, against is also brought to you by cryptoswatches.com. A cryptoswatch is a digital collectible traded on the WAX blockchain. They're the easiest, most accessible way to get started learning about non-fungible tokens and crypto art. Visit cryptoswatches.com today. And we're back. All right, Michael, it is now time for you to share your topic with us. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, we are on uh,
2: hopefully what is the business end of a global pandemic, uh, a crisis of our generation. One <laughs> seems to be every <laughs> decade or so. But this one seems to be at least there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And there are a few things that that uh, may uh you know, fall on the wayside and we decide, you know, in our rebirth as a, as a society, we don't need any longer. Um, you know, we have previously talked about whether or not pants are necessary. Uh, I think we decided that they were. But uh, <laughs> one piece of clothing uh, is the uh, men's suit. Uh, is the suit something uh that we need i've i've got some opinions on this but but you know we're once we start and see each other in in the flesh and in the real world i'm struggling to to find a an instance where i would need to be wearing a a jacket that matched my pants Um, other than a funeral or if i'm in a wedding and and i'm in my mid-30s as you said mike i think those days may have sailed um do suits serve a purpose? You know, people used to wear, you know, tuxedos to dinner. People used to wear cravats and cummerbunds. Um, are suits uh, are something of the past? Uh, there's something to be said about, you know, definitely looking good. And I'll, I'll save my, my time uh, for, for a bit. But I want to hear from you guys, uh, other men. Uh, Mike McFadden, uh, are you going to, I mean, you own a few suits.
0: Is that enough for you? Are you ever going to buy a suit again? So I can say uh, unequivocally that I will be buying a new suit, and maybe soon. And Ooh. the reason for that is that I have never bought a good suit okay. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and so, like the suit that I do wear, it's like a cheap one from H and M. Wait a second, you're saying you wait? It's a suit? You have a suit? So I have, I think I have two or three, but there's really only like, I have one that's my go-to. And so this one, it it fits the best, but it's by far the cheapest quality. It's from H and M. I think it was like $75 like all in (laughs) and like, from afar, it looks fine because like it, it fits well, but it is really cheap. If you get like within you know three or four feet of me, you're like, oh, that suit costs seventy five. <laughs> that man's wearing a garbage all bag. in. <laughs> yeah. um, That's a in, like, R garbage bag. <laughs> it's, it's a well it's a well cut garbage bag though. Um, so like so, I'm I'm gonna buy them because we, there still are times when you need a suit. Like where usually, what are like,
2: those? I really want to know.
0: Okay, well uh let's see i mean there's the weddings there's the funerals um as a school teacher i almost never need to wear a suit except for when it's like parent-teacher conferences or occasionally i uh, i host a a breakfast the the women in business breakfast where i i invite all of the you know girls in the school to to have a, a meal a breakfast meal with um women from the community who are you know professionals and and like that i, I should be wearing a You'd suit wearing or a, at least a i show. don't you should
2: be wearing a full suit not not a sport coat and a nice pair
0: of slacks well, maybe, okay, but I'm just saying, I feel like sports coat and slacks are interchangeable often with wearing a suit, and maybe that's just because I'm an uncultured buffoon, but uh, <laughs> needless to say, oh, I've also got, um, I've got like a, a first communion coming up that I have to go to, Ooh. and so like, there's, there, there are times when you need to have a suit, like you don't want to go to like your, your great aunt, you know, uh, uh, aunt's funeral and like be yeah. wearing you need a,
2: everybody needs a black suit that's or a navy well. or a navy one if you're going and, to a funeral wear a black suit fine
0: but uh well if you only have one suit i mean then it's fine if it's navy. <laughs> well don't wear a
2: black suit anywhere else basically okay, <laughs> that's fine, <the> <laughs> fine
0: um so i think that they are still are necessary i think for 85 to 99% of industries, the business suit is a thing that can, can go away. However, if I'm dealing with uh, somebody that's maybe like taking care of uh, like my will, like putting my affairs in order, I want that person to be super uncomfortable and sweating in a <laughs> tight neck You want them to be in full 120s, super 120s yes. wool. I get that. Exactly. Exactly. Three-piece suit, um, all the better with a matching hat. Um, I think that they still are necessary. And I, I, I don't own one myself, but I know that – one could, not me, but but one could um, buy a suit that would make them look really good. There's something about a, a nice uh, suit that fits you well that I think uh, has, has its time and place. And soon, perhaps within the next year, I will be uh, in possession <laughs> of such a suit. Maybe. Who knows? I'm four. Four. All right.
2: Patrick Lothian, a man that even after the pandemic will still work from home is spending most of his time with an infant who doesn't even realize that clothes are a thing. (laughs) Uh, What are your thoughts about uh, suits? The business suit. Is this a, is this a thing of the past or, or is a revival in
1: order? I don't even like wearing socks. So suits are not my thing. (laughs) Even like going to like events for my work We'd go to like conferences and I'd literally be the only one not wearing a suit. (laughs) I'd be (laughs) in like a sports jacket and uh, pants. Um, I never feel good in a suit. It's always uncomfortable, even if it it does fit well. Like I think I'm a hot, I run real hot. So I'm always hot and the collar always like scratches up my neck. I don't like it. Um, I (laughs) uh, was going to an event with my wife and it was um, in the wintertime and I had one suit that fit well and was comfortable, but apparently it was a summer suit and I did not know that. So I couldn't wear that suit. It's like a beige um, suit. How
2: were you we uh, finding a summer suit? It
1: It's the material. Linen. Is it a linen suit? I think it was a linen suit. Yeah, you yes. can't. Yeah, you can't I, that's what I was told. And then... A, uh, a barbarian. <laughs> well, the best part was like, she kept telling people this and people would laugh or whatever. But then we sat next to her dad. Why do you and, own a
0: linen suit? Like, I mean... You oh, shirt, we went,
1: but, to, like, we went to a beach to wedding. One. Ah, okay. And because uh, I sweat so much, it seemed like the appropriate thing to <laughs> At do. At a beach wedding, that's great. Yeah. Oh, well, I uh put um, like... Uh, prescription uh, grade antiperspirant on my forehead because I sweat so much and we're going to be standing in the sun for like a half hour in a suit. And I immediately started sweating and it went into my eyes, which were burning. (laughs) So while they were getting married, I'm like, am I about to go blind? So that was fun. Um, But anyway, to the other story, we sat down next to her dad and she told him and he's like, what's the problem? I was going to wear mine and she's like god damn it because i am i'm like her him in a lot of ways when it comes to like especially clothes and i always enjoy when she realizes that she married her father (laughs) (laughs) but yeah against suits not a fan against all right right, we're split
0: here michael what do you think
1: well uh, we we have an
2: odd number but we may still at the end of this end up split because i am a man (laughs) of, of, of two minds here um on one hand, you know, the uh, baby boom, baby boomer generation has gotten a lot of things wrong. I think history and, and perhaps God will judge them thusly. <laughs> one of the things that they got wrong was that in order to get a job, you need to show up in a business suit. Which if I went to an interview in Austin, Texas in a full dark suit, like people are going to like talk after I leave, talk about like, why was that guy like dressed <laughs> like... Like he was a pall, a pallbearer. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like there's no purpose for it in a business setting anymore. Uh, but on the unless other, you're doing my will, unless <laughs> I'm doing your will, um, it, uh, at, even at a wedding, like at a wedding, I I want to I want more options than just like the same color pants as I have as as my jacket. Like if I if I open up with a with a really nice, well fit. To Mike, to your point sports jacket and then you know some nice pants, then my world opens up to me of, of what I can be um and, and what I can look like. Um and I still look good and I'm still, you know, uh formal enough for the occasion. Uh, but I feel more like myself uh and less like a guy who does wills. Um <laughs> but on the other end of this, um, you know, sometimes in those late to, late at night, I don't have a child, and but I still have those nights where I, I can't sleep. I like to think of of uh, a Berry wall. A Vanderberry wall was born, born in. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a real guy and he was born in 1861 and he was given the title that I will one day, you know, always aspire to King of the dudes uh, in the <laughs> 1880s and 1890s. He was a socialite, both in the New York and, and uh, Paris um, social scenes as um, the best dressed man <laughs> in both worlds. Uh, dude, uh, it's entomolo- etymology, not bugs. Not the study uh, of ants. <laughs> not the study of ants. Uh, is a is basically a well-dressed man. A man who wears mm. clothes that he bought from a store. Um, and there truly is something to be said, and I think, Mike, you touched on it, that, that you feel when you're wearing something that you know you look good in um and that you look you know the part um and there's a confidence that will be imbued upon you um and so i myself while in this stage of life um in in the world that i think we're uh in right now uh where people aren't wearing full suits um won't be wearing one i can't truly give myself a no to suits because I think uh, like a three piece tweed suit in January, like I've never had a three piece suit, but I think I could pull it off. If it was cut well made of good fabric and I would feel fucking great. Um, <laughs> and so maybe one day I, I will wear it, but, but um, for the most part, almost, you know, I'd say, let me caveat and say the business suit is dead, but there are places where suits are necessary. So, Uh, I think I've changed my mind. I, I have made a decision. I am, am for suits, um, uh, just at the right time. And and maybe that time is in the distant future.
0: All right, Mike, I I have a question that is related to your topic and you are a man who, um, you know, will at least pretend to know a lot about a lot of things. So, so here we go. Um, in any footage from like the 1920s, um, Every man is in a three-piece suit, no yeah. matter, no matter who they and are, and a hat, no matter what I'm they too. do. <laughs> yes, like were those suits as we know them, or was there something else going on? Because like, I, I just I don't understand yeah. how you could you spend know, all day every day in a three-piece suit. Yeah, what, so, what's happening there, Mike? So
2: yeah, to my knowledge, those were suits as you know them, uh, you know, but they were also handmade. And they were made out of natural fabrics, so they lasted a lot longer than your H and M suit that you were talking <laughs> garbage about. Garbage bag, garbage bag. Um, they were all handmade, um, but but two things is that most people probably could only afford one, and again, they're natural fabrics, and you're wearing the same one every day. They probably smelled like shit. <laughs> so there's a cat, there's like this balance where yes, there were some expectations of what you had to wear but i don't think there were any expectations about what a man had to smell like so i guess our our priorities
0: have shifted probably for the better <laughs> all right thank you thank you for that uh we're now going to move on to the lightning round and we are going to uh revisit the theme from my topic which was uh old man activities i'm an old man um in the outline is is or followed by a question mark because i'm not sure if it's necessarily an old man maybe it's an old soul maybe maybe it's dad activities i'm not exactly sure but i want to know uh, gentlemen uh we're gonna go michael one and then patrick lothian um are Are you for or against the following five activities Um, or, or could you ever see yourself being for these? And uh, Mike, I want to start with train sets. Can you imagine getting into, into train sets, permanent uh, table in the basement, uh, right. Miniatures, train sets for or against.
2: My uh, grandfather, uh, Herbert uh, Leroy Winand had a, a train them, then he gifted to my dad um, and it's really cool but it just goes in one direction and i would have told you no until recently i re-watched um beetlejuice and at the beginning of beetlejuice like he makes this whole miniature world and to me that's just minecraft but in irl like that sounds really fun <laughs> and cool so uh, i'm gonna say potentially four okay pat
1: my uncle had a train set that was the entire level of a Chicago building. Um, that was <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. Um, he owns a building downtown and the attic of it was just like a giant train set. That's with, awesome. And he made like hills and stuff. He's an artist. So that was part of it. This sounds um, great. Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, personally, I wouldn't be into that, but I did discover recently that Lego makes buildings and streets and i could see one day making a little lego town which is kind of similar all right um i think
0: i'm against this i have zero interest <laughs> in even seeing the best train set not not even like participating in it like i, just, I don't care yes. trains come on pass yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right um michael uh i'd like to talk to you about swimming pools could you imagine being the swimming, swimming pool, pool guy, guy? Where like, you're checking the pH balance You're making you're out there skimming it every morning. Like your thing is making sure that the water is perfect for the, you know, the fam to, to go for a dip or against swimming pools. Uh,
2: my first job uh, was when I was, I think, 12 years old, uh, paid under the table in cash. Cause you're not allowed to hire 12 year olds uh, was at a, um, a, a, uh, uh, apartment complex in Glenview, Illinois that were made nameless for amenity purposes. Um, where I did this where like they had their like community pool and I had to like check the pH and it's pretty boring. <laughs> But I—you're so dealing book. with
1: chemicals. Yeah, yeah. a twelve-year-old can do it.
2: <laughs> um, but also, like I—I I mentioned this uh, before we started recording—is—is is, um, we know someone who recently or is, is about to uh, purchase a home that has a swimming pool. Those things are death traps for neighbor children. <laughs> your insurance is going to go way up. It could potentially flood your whole house. No way. I'm getting anywhere near <laughs> any of those challenges. Those things are are a death trap. No swimming pools. For me, I'll go visit yours.
0: (laughs) All right. Patrick.
1: I'd, I'd be cool having one, but just like the lawn, I would not like taking care of it.
0: Okay, fair enough. I could totally see uh, me going into like full dad gear, like jean shorts tucked (laughs) in, golf shirt with uh, calf length white socks, and like the Air Force dad uh, gym gym shoes, (laughs) and just like waking up early before the rest of the family. Sun's out, summer morning. New Balances in the pool. Yeah, I could I could see I could see that in my future. (laughs) I, I wouldn't be surprised if I become a pool guy at some point in my life probably Just get in the retirement. insurance
2: get the in- additional <laughs> insurance
0: <laughs> will we- we'll do all right so I- i'm four all right mike what about grilling being like a grill master like spending an entire saturday smoking a rack of ribs for or against being like a grill guy
2: well i think it was three weeks ago today that uh, our friend rob silver said that he had the greatest grilled fish of his life <laughs> yes, at my house on my <laughs> grill but my grill is a simple charcoal grill you know they've got these like pellet filled uh you know feeder grills um yeah i could definitely see myself going down that rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it's fun it's a cool thing to do um and uh they're a bitch to clean but that's about it so yes i'm for grilling the uh, taste of a of a grilled piece of food is is just you know something that uh,
1: one of the simple pleasures in life
0: great patrick
1: um i enjoy the taste of grilled stuff but grilling is definitely one of the weakest skills i have um <laughs> i will put something we have talked on... about this before yeah. i believe <laughs> probably put something, something will say like grill for 10 minutes and i'll grill it and i'll check the temperature and i'll be like like 20 degrees and i'll be like how is that possible <laughs> negative. so i'll put it back on for 10 seconds and it will be burned so i am not a fan of grilling I okay that's
0: it. that's fine all right mike what about um car did, washing did, let me did you say oh, what you sorry, thought about I grilling well, I, I forgot no i did not um i think i could see not going like all in but i could definitely see like we're having the family you know over and like you know mike's at the grill i i could <laughs> see playing that role again in my air force dad sneakers with the jean shorts and the golf shirt sounds like, like a really cooking. fun fourth
2: yeah. of july party that you're yeah you're building in my mind yeah and i want to be yeah. invited
0: all right you're you're, you're invited okay mike what about uh, car washing, uh, obsessive car washing? You've got, you know, a brand new car that for some reason that you think is awesome, but most people don't.
1: <laughs>
0: but keeping it in pristine condition, vacuuming and, and waxing and, and all of the, you know, okay. sprays, car yeah. washing.
2: I'd say at this point in my life, uh, I am i don't wash my car all that often. In fact, I don't go to the, I don't want to see a human being. My favorite ones are the the robots that are behind yeah, that are behind the gas stations and I just pay the twelve dollars and have it go through. That's I love that. Uh but I I mean if I ever get my hands on a nineteen seventy eight Datsun two eighty Z or like a nineteen seventy nine Pontiac Transam, I'm probably gonna be detailing that myself i don't know there's there's aspects of my personality that um the, i don't want unlocked and probably the world doesn't want unlocked so i'm gonna say for <laughs> now against but uh, right. who knows in the future
0: that's fair pat i'm again washing guy <laughs> just that's it Yep. <laughs> all right that's fair yeah I, i'm also against uh, i've got like a 16 year old car i don't think i've washed it in three years um, and it, it's fine. Like it, it, When it rains, then then it gets clean. I don't care about cars. I'm going to try to keep this car for another five years if possible. I don't want to spend money on buying a car, and I definitely don't want to spend money on uh, cleaning the car that I didn't want to buy in the first place up against. All right, uh, this next and final topic um, it comes to me from my childhood. My great uncle, uh, Bob, he had an amazing business. Uh, basement bar. And this was sort of like a thing, I think, in like the maybe 60s and 70s. Yeah, when yeah. The uh, not not the baby boomer, but uh, sort of in between the maybe it was the silent generation or the greatest generation somewhere in there, like they would basically, I think the men deck out the basement like their favorite dive bar and have like a full wet bar in the basement. They'd have a pool table with like a really cool um, you know, uh, pool a table vintage, Lights. lit light, yeah, yes, everything. So, like, uh, Mike, uh, how do you, you know, think about the having a basement bar for or <laughs> against? Uh,
2: I think the uh, uh, I love dive bars, Mike. You and I want at one point, uh, toyed about making a book about dive, like a photo book about dive bars. Um, but the whole point of a dive bar is that it's not your house. <laughs> like that's the whole point. It's that you go to your alcoholism somewhere else so that uh, you're not considered an alcoholic. Um, yeah, don't put these in your house. That's the whole value of them. So no, I'm against.
1: Okay, Pat, can you see I, you doing this? Yeah, I took this as like having like all the different like liquors and mixins and stuff where you can make like fancy drinks for people. And I could definitely see that in my future. But the dive bar-y part, probably not as much. I'd take a pool table though. Okay, that's fair. Um, I I could see maybe I don't have the
0: space in my my basement currently, and I don't plan on moving, so I don't think this is in my future. Um, though I did see a, a YouTube uh, video about guys that have gone overboard and creating bars in their garages, and stuff. <laughs> but like they they do it, and so it becomes a social like uh, event. Like their friends come over to the garage bar. And I could see that happening, so I, I think I'm for the idea of this. If, if you can make it a social aspect, all if of a sudden just... they're getting a liquor license and they're founding an <laughs> LLC and they own a bar. <laughs> if you're just getting drunk in your own dive bar by yourself, that's probably not a great uh, a great thing for you. All right. That was our lightning round. And gentlemen, that was it. This is the fastest show that we've Woo! done, I think, since right. like our first episode. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at for or against pod. Uh, please tell a friend and aunt or an uncle about this show and subscribe if you're not. Or someone you're not related to, preferably. <laughs> it's mostly family. <laughs> or someone that we're not related to. <laughs> yes, so- Specific. <laughs> Please also write a review on Apple Podcasts and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Just on the podcast we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against
2: discussing random issues man this show is immense so tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence man we debate a lot issues boy where do we start adults who drink milk and self-driving cars you listening now to for or against so turn the volume up this is for or against